Welcome to episode 23, A New Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And I'm Eddie. Welcome to 2014, fellas. <laughs> we made it in we one did. piece, no less. Fucking just about. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad, sir. Been, yeah, busy. <laughs> yeah, it's been busy. Busy playing Skyrim and Deadpool. Oh, I've been very busy playing Skyrim since I got it in the Steam oh, sale. I can't. Oh, I can't. Uh, I, I need time away from my parents so I can yeah. play it. I, I I kind of racked up about forty odd hours, got to level thirty with a character, then ditched it and started again with a different one. <laughs> the problem I always have with Skyrim is if you haven't played it for a while and you come back to it, do you start a new character or do you just continue with where you left off? Because mm. I always find it so hard to just pick up a previous save game. Yeah, I have loads of high level characters now, but I haven't played for about two months. Yeah, but... Uh, Start a new one, come help me. My ones have gone from very, very different angles. One started out as a mage, turned into a thief. My other one started as a warrior and turned into an assassin, so... <laughs> yeah, I have a dark elf called Whisper, who is an archer and an assassin. And he's, like, done the Dark Brotherhood quest line. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have... I fell down a cliff and got stuck in a rock and I had to reboot it. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> and I killed my mate that I was supposed to look after. Oh I was supposed to look after him and there was loads of baddies jumping out at me so I just fucking killed everything. And I, oh, shit, that's my oh, mate. Oh, you killed your companion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, that's that, the worst. Yeah, that is the worst. When you do that. Yeah. Unless it's Lydia. You just have to kill Lydia. Cause really? I think she's awesome. So no, you I am sworn to carry your burden. Well, that's the only one that's kind of irritating. Carry this! The rest of it, she's fine. Yeah, but it's just good stretch relief. Every now and again, just fuss row, just quick save game, then fuss row Daha. Half a cliff. And then load save game. There's only so many times I can hear that line where I go, right, save. <laughs> Drag and shatter off a cliff, or into a wall, or into a giant. Or up in the air, but. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the stress relief most people imagine from Lydia, but yeah. <laughs> dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Good to see we're still sailing at that level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, I got that for the Steam sale this year has been particularly good because I bought all sorts. I bought like all three Bioshocks for nine ninety nine. That's a fucking good deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I've, I've been pretty much attached to the the PC of late, playing uh, all the stuff I bought in the Steam sale. Yeah, the local HMV is uh, having a closing down sale. I really? managed, to, yeah, I managed to get um, this really random game that apparently quite a few people have heard of. I. I can't remember the name, but it's about this really pissed off teddy bear that doesn't get invited to parties, so he goes around killing all the other teddy bears just to get the cupcake. Uh, I think we're back onto things that you've imagined. Yeah. No, yeah, it's is, a real game. It's a real, this is deja vu no, episode yeah. one no. all over again. <laughs> <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, but this is real. It's seriously, yeah. it's a it's a PlayStation <laughs> 3 game. Yeah. I bought it the same time I bought Deadpool. Okay. Which is a very awesome game. 
I've still, still not played that? Deadpool. I've got to get it on PC. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to. I'll take your word for it. This game even exists. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do our best to find out what it is and include it in the show notes, or we'll put a picture of a cat or something, <laughs> just in case it's all in Aidy's brain. Yeah, that's going to be a, a mini feature for this year's shows. <laughs> What's in Aidy's brain? Things, instead things of, instead of Bre- Brendan's crush of the week. <laughs> that's never going to change. That's always going to be Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I was so happy she won the Golden Globe, because I was just like, I woke up, I saw the news, I was like, brilliant, that means loads more YouTube videos of funny Jennifer Lawrence moments for me to watch. <laughs> Have you seen the meme that it kicked off already? Oh, her about dress. her dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the dog? Wearing the- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you have you seen it at all? No. Well, basically, she was no. she was wearing this dress that was just like a white thing, and it had like two belts, kind of one there and one there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, basically, he's kicked off a meme of people just like covering themselves in sheets and things, and they've done it to dogs and, <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it is rather amusing. But uh, I, I have to, that's the only thing I know about the Golden Globe so far this year is that. Oh, did you see I've, I've not Tina seen... Fey's monologue? No, Tina no. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler doing their dialogue at the start. No, so I've not seen anything about it at all. Was hilarious. It, oh, their joke about Gravity was brilliant. What was it? it said, Gravity's up for best film. It's the story of how George Clooney would literally rather float away into space and die than spend another minute with a woman his own age. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I I was pissing myself laughing when I saw that. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll put the video, the monologue in the show notes because it's doing the rounds on like Gizmodo and Gorka and stuff like that at the moment. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I guess this this episode we're kind of going. Look at some of the highs and highs and lows of 2013. Well, everybody else seems to be doing it. Well, why not? You know? but, and in all fairness, this is our anniversary show. This is our one-year anniversary show. It is. Which is kind of impressive. <laughs> We've managed, uh, and it, it being really episode is. 20, Where's my fucking dinner? <laughs> it being episode 23 means that we've almost kept to our fortnightly schedule for a yeah. year. <laughs> we have. We have. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's impressive in itself, to be honest. Okay, so where do we start with the 2013 review? Well, so we're going to kind of pick a a topic, really, and start from there. Well, I'll do films, then. Well, we'll do films. That's the the easiest. That's the easy one to start with. I have my my top five, which took me a long time to work it out, go back over all the films I've seen. And this is just things that I've seen, so nothing else. Uh, Number five, Elysium. Mm -hmm. Wasn't quite as good as I wanted it to be, but Neil Blomkamp's world building is still phenomenal. Uh, and just his vision and his take on science fiction is just great. Hunger Games comes at number four for me, because I actually really enjoyed it. For every obvious reason there is. <laughs> Even, <laughs> Even the one, the one. obvious reason. <laughs> Brendan's crush of the week. <laughs> Brendan's crush of the year. Yeah. 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 Uh, Number three for me was Iron Man 3. I mm. actually really enjoyed that. Even though people got their knickers in a twist about the Ben Kingsley thing. But that was grand for me. Number two, and this was num- number two and number one. It was really tight to choose between the two of them. Uh, I love them both for completely different reasons. But in second place for me is Thor 2. I, have ne- I haven't enjoyed a film at cinema as much as I did that film for quite a while. Uh, but pipping up to first place in my books 
It's Gravity. Because that film just destroyed me. I, I had to go and be around people after watching <laughs> it. It was just like after being... Because Sandra Bullock was incredible. And I don't care what people say about Sandra Bullock. She was brilliant in that film. And I really felt her isolation to the extent that, yeah, I was feeling ill, I was rough, and like, I left the, the screening at half past midnight and then turned up at the party that I wasn't too sure what I was going to go to just because I had to be around people. <laughs> and then I dosed up on them and went home to bed and curled up in a ball and cried myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's normal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty normal. <laughs> that's pretty standard, to be honest. Yeah, so that's that's my. Yeah, cool. top five. I didn't really do it in terms of a top five. No. But to kind of put it into reverse order, I've got a top three that I can think of off the top of my head oh. from what it was, and that would be Iron Man three, Thor two, number one, D- Despicable Me two. I thoroughly enjoyed that film. <laughs> it, yeah, that's one of the best films I've seen at the cinema in a long, long time. <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed that. So yeah. that's a bit of a left field one for me, but I, I have to say it was one of the best films I've seen at the cinema this year. Yeah, Despicable Me is definitely uh, in, in my top uh, top few. Yeah, it was an awesome film. I'm, Iron Man 3, Despicable Me 2, they're definitely my, my highlights of, uh, of cinematic viewing this year. Yeah. Sadly, there was a couple of disappointments. Go on in, stinkers. Stinkers yeah. for me. Um, well, Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a huge There was only one letdown on that for me. There was... Quite a lot of letdowns in that film for me. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> whole the, the whole Khan reveal wasn't a massive issue as far as I was concerned. No, um, no, I think for me it was the gaping plot holes at the end. Hmm. For me, it was the twist. The, the well, the way they twisted the the Spock and Kirk scene from Wrath of Khan, hmm. and the way that there were. The consequence was just completely non-existent. Yeah. You know, the risk was taken, the death occurred, but the magic blood brought him back. Mm. Like, no. Uh. Kirk, in the original series, he's a chancer, a lucky guy, and he gets away with things. He's just living on the edge. Yeah. And because of that, he feels like he has... That he's untouchable. Immortality. Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's no consequence to his actions. But in Wrath of Khan, when Spock dies, that's a very real As a smack consequence the back of the head. for yeah. his action. That's, that's, that's Kirk being forced to... You fucked up and killed your best mate. Yeah, being forced to sort of realise that actually he's not infallible. He, his luck is going to run out. People are going to pay the consequences for it. And in that film, Spock does. Spock pays the ultimate sacrifice and he, he, he dies. And then, in the new film, when they flip that round, completely, in, in my opinion, this is where I got so ragey about it, completely undermining and devaluing the entire sacrifice from the original, from, well, from, not the original, from Wrath of Khan. Um, you know, that was the point where I was just like, table flip, rage quit, mm. fuck this noise. Where's um, the earworms? <laughs> and trivial things like that, and I'm like, don't mind, but like, that, that, that thing was huge for me. Um, and besides, like if you're going to tell a Star Trek story and you can't think of an original tale to tell, why would you try and retell a reimagining really story. of Wrath of Khan? You know. Um, but yeah, that aside, the film was awful for other reasons. 
like for so many of the reasons. Like the scene where they're jumping from uh, spaceship to spaceship. If you just took the CGI, CGI of that away and put the CGI from the drill scene from the first movie in, it's more or less shot for shot. Yeah. You know, it's it's True. phenomenally lazy in its storytelling and its execution. Um, and there's no exploration. This is Star Trek. They yeah, they start exploring left new frontiers and boldly going where no one's gone before, not trying to reimagine a classic. And that was why that film for me was just a horrendous disappointment. And yeah. And they're trying to bring Klingons into it with the thing. Yeah, it was weird. No, it was. It just had no continuity in it. It just. We're going to do this now. We're going to do this now. We're going to do this now. Yeah, but the, so yeah, that's why that was up in my my mm. list of things. I, I think I had a very similar reaction to World's End. Yeah, I think that's probably my stinker of the year in terms of. I haven't seen World's End. <clears throat> no, no, okay. No, because it just looked shit. Well, no, to, it, be, it, to be honest, it's a great film yeah. apart from the last oh, kind of five minutes in which it completely unravels everything it's yeah. done for the entire film. And then, that, yeah, that, that, that kind of unraveled it for me to the point where I just didn't enjoy the rest of it. I haven't found it to be anywhere near as quotable as the other two films in the Cornette trilogy. And I did not like Simon Pegg. His, I did not like his character to start he off wasn't with. a likable character likeable and that was the problem yeah he was supposed to be though the, yeah but the first 15 minutes I'm watching that film I'm thinking I want to be laughing this is <laughs> yeah. this is a this is a Cornetto trilogy film this is Simon Pegg Edgar Wright Nick Frost I should be laughing why am I not mm. laughing why am I thinking I'm going to hate this film already I didn't hate it I, I did like it I didn't get quite so worked up about the end I see where you're coming from but for me I got to the point where I just thought well I'll just let it do its thing Mm. You know, but, but that in it, itself is just bad. You you got to the end of the film and you're apathetic about yeah. it. It's just as bad. I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even skirting around the edges. I mean, it's on the list for reminding me, but it didn't get close to the top five. There are films like The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which was almost close to my top five because that film was just a, a lovely, inoffensive, throwaway Christmas film. For me. Mm. Have you seen the original? No. It'd be worth watching the original to have a, a comparison. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be massively different, to be honest. Mm. But yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. But World's End, yeah, it was wasn't a stinker level as Star Trek for me, but okay. disappointing. I think I was also pretty disappointed with The Hobbit. I know, yeah, I was I was yes. very surprised at you being disappointed with The Hobbit. Go on then, which ones? Well, the the new one. <laughs> no, I liked the first Hobbit. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, yes part yeah, one I really say, enjoyed. So Desolation of Smog, what was your what was your issues with it? There was a lot. There was a lot of issues. I mean, I've got <laughs> gotta be honest, when I heard that they're doing the Hobbit I was really excited because I've loved that book from when I was a kid. When I heard they were doing two films and splitting the book into two, I was like, Okay, bit of a stretch, but perhaps they can do it. Fair enough, it's Peter Jackson, let's see where he's going with it. Then they were adding a third film and I was like that's taking the piss. And then they said, first two films will be The Hobbit, the third film will be a film that uses other material and new things and bridges The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I was like, okay, well, I can kind of get behind that, I guess. And then I watched The Second Hobbit. And like The Hobbit's on 19 chapters long. Mm. You could probably read it in the time it's taken to watch the first two films. But he hasn't finished The Hobbit yet. 
there are five chapters, by my counting, yes. left to go. From, from the well, there's, yeah, there's still a hell of a lot to happen. Yeah, which is you know the downfall of Smaug, the, uh, the, the, the standoff at the at the, the Middle Only Mountain between the two camps, and yeah. Yeah. the arrival of Dane. <clears throat> yeah, gotta get old Thorin's got to buy it. Yeah, you know? <clears throat> well, half the cast do. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> a lot of the dwarves are, are set to cark it if they're following the storyline of the books. Yeah. So, I think for me. My initial rage, my initial reaction, my initial dislike came from the fact that we get to the end of the film and he hasn't finished the book and there's still so much to go and I was just... It was I was, very, I was very open. angry Agreed because he hadn't done what he promised to do. Right, And okay. what he had done, he <clears throat> hadn't done well. <coughs> Excuse me. What, what, what he had done, he hadn't done well. Um, I mean, the, the bit that... The barrels on... The barrels and the escape from the elves, that was that was good. Except for technically not great in places. Some of the CGI was a bit dodgy. Yeah, they, yes, looked like was. There was, they looked like there was a, a GoPro shot that someone had forgot to colour grade in there as well at one point. And then the other big routine that I kind of liked but wasn't perfect for me as well was Mirkwood. Mm. And especially the bit where Bilbo climbs the tree, sticks his head out and sees the lonely mountain like... No, this this was Mirkwood. You, you saw fuck all when you climbed that tree, mate. Yeah. There was there was there was nothing. This was you were you were lost. You were confused, and that wasn't quite gone and ahead as I as I would have liked it to have been. Uh, and then the elves saving the day, rather than being what they were doing, just sort of capturing when they went to see their campfire. That also annoyed me. Um, and then when I started thinking, when I got to that point and I started thinking back on the film, mm. more and more things started annoying me because I was just so in that frame. Yeah, that you yeah. Were yeah. yeah I can, I can understand why you're upset now from the point of view you were expecting it to finish the Hobbit. Yes, I, I, I didn't know that, uh, and I think I would have kind of been with you a bit there. Yeah, but, yeah. but I think I, I didn't mind the whole film, and you know. I, a few forgivable... Yeah, parts, I mean, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of licence taken with it and they've added a ton of other stuff in yeah. and, you know, they, they say it's, a lot of it's added out of the appendices. It, it, a lot of it isn't. It's no, just, no. They've just they made just, it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the big addition, the the the, the new character of Evangeline, Evangeline Lily, Lily. Yes. I actually really liked. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was I good. thought she it was worked. great. Yeah, it worked. I did not like Legolas. No. No. But she was great. She's Tauriel. And she was the head of the city city it's guard, yeah. mm. which is a character that's in the Hobbit. It's never named, and you know, but it's there at least. But she was great, and I th- and I really thought she was brilliant, and uh, I forgave her for being Kate. Yeah, last. I'm, I'm gonna have to see how they're gonna resolve the the, the standoff once Smaug's been dealt with, because they've left half the party in in Rivertown, yeah. in Lake Town, sorry. Yes. And they should all be in the mountain because that's why there's a standoff and Bilbo goes out and does a trade with them yeah. and stuff and that's what causes all the friction. So oh, because, Yeah, because he steals the Arkansas yeah. and he goes out and he gives it to, uh, to uh, Bard. Bard, yeah. So I'm a bit confused as to how they're going to wrap that. Yeah, because Killian and Philly have to get there because Killian and Philly have to die by Thorin's side. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, yes. You know. Yeah. Well, I think he's, he's magically been fixed, and like, they're going to go and help. Oh, I think no, that's one thing. I think no. it's a bit harsh that they've added all of this in <laughs> if they're just going to kill him in the next I one. Know. Um, but then where did they go? Because 
do they do, does Jackson complete the Hobbit in the first half of this new film and then have that half an hour of outro probably. Yeah. <laughs> well possibly yeah that's what happened in Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah, I suppose mm. but you can, the, don't forget you've got to do all the track back to Hobbington again yeah oh god <laughs> Well, he's got to go and stay with uh, Bayorn again. As and Elrond. Spend and the winter and everything down. Yeah. <laughs> so, loads of stuff to go. But the one thing that did stick in my craw a little bit, other than just like being negative about it and going back and finding these things, the one nitpick I had before all of the big disappointment at the ending was Bilbo and Smug. When he walked into that treasure room for the first time, I didn't feel like I did when I read it, mm-hmm. and I think like, it's because <laughs> I think it's because of the scene that came beforehand. Because beforehand, it's the big Sauron reveal, yeah, and that was just so bad <laughs> that I was just like, "Wow!" And then there's this straight to this next scene, and just like, "Wow!" But yeah, yeah, because there was uh, there's been a bit too much made of the the kind of. Rebirth of Sauron for my yeah, liking because it starts to undermine his original trilogy. Yeah, because he's got to find out a way of how Gandalf did not know that all this was going on. Yeah, you know, so no, I don't know, but that was a disappointment for me. Yeah, fair enough. I can, I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Any other glaring stinkers from the year, film-wise? Oh well, the Wolverine, obviously. I have still not seen. Not that, seen that. No, yeah. no, that was just poor. What in comparison to the the other origins? Things? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, it's marginally better than Origins, but the last twenty minutes stinks. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's. It's not Star Trek into Darkness level of pants for me. I mean, I, I know people like Star Trek. It, it was a bearable film that had a really shit ending. Yeah. Okay. I think I should. <laughs> quali- I think I should qualify as well that I. L- I actually really enjoyed the first Star Trek in the re- in the reboot. I did like that, and I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I'm not being down on this on Into Darkness because I don't like Star Trek. I'm being down on Into Darkness because it's shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's moved away from his magic squidgy red MacGuffin formula. He has. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's films then. Fair enough. Anything else from you, Eddie? Not film wise. Any hidden no. gems or anything? No. No, sorry, no hidden gems. No, not 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 film wise. Anything you apart happened? from the fact that Simon and I actually made it through the annual. Oh, you year. made it through the crow. Oh, we did make it through the crow. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got right to the, the end crow. and everything. Yeah. And then we went. <laughs> and that was it. Fucking gone. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a first year in a while. I've made it through the entire film. Indeed. <clears throat> For both of us. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a yeah annual pilgrimage that <laughs> I've been doing with Simon for about seven years now Indeed. but Simon's been doing for longer yeah fair so job. yeah we made through it made it through we did <laughs> there was one point I was nodding off and Simon just suddenly went I fucking love this film <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, oh shit uh, uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah good stuff <laughs> right TV shows? So what, yeah, TV shows, okay. <laughs> it's been a sad year for TV shows. It has, with a lot, of, a lot of very good stuff finishing. Yeah, I still feel the loss of Fringe. Fringe, yeah. Yes, indeed. Fringe was... But there have been some good shows turning up. Um, 
I still can't get enough of the Blacklist. Blacklist has been amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath for that to come back. It came back last night. Did it? Yeah, ah, marvellous. Awesome, so I should have one to get to watch when I get home tonight. I need to find a, a decent uh, viewing format that I can watch that with on uh, Android. Yeah, that's been, that's been a, a good find mm. this year, to be yeah. honest. Um, I think a, a show that I just cannot get enough of, and it, it's not new this year, it's ongoing, it's person of interest. It just keeps getting better and better. I haven't watched the new stuff. But I have to say one thing. I, I, I'm now starting to see so many similarities between that and the equaliser. It's not even funny. Really? Yeah. Has it become the equaliser? Yeah, <laughs> utterly. Because we, we've gone back and we've been watching the equaliser over the last couple yeah. of weeks, the original, and you've got no idea how many people's first role that is. It's got like the baddie from oh. the Karate Kid. It's got Christian Slater. It's got Adam Ant in it. <laughs> Literally everybody who's anybody in Within Hollywood has been in yeah. the equaliser at some point um, <clears throat> but yeah for, for, for anyone who doesn't know the story of the equaliser he's like an ex-CIA operative who uh, is living in New York and he goes around helping people who they basically ring him and if nobody else can help you then they call the equaliser like uh, a one man 18 indeed he is yeah <clears throat> but if you weigh that against person of interest it's kind of the same thing except they've got the machine but also now, one of the main characters in the in the Equalizer was Control, who was uh, basically his his old boss. And episode of First of Interest just gone. They introduced a character called Control. <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> and it's both set in New York, as well. So there 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 are just so many. Similarities between wow. person of interest mm. and the equaliser, and I've seen more and more very, every very day. Clever. But it's brilliant, and, and and also I found out the other day that they're making a film of the equaliser. Really? Do you know who's playing uh, the main character? Guy from Person of Interest? No, Denzel Washington. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. But okay, that's a bit very of a... bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see how that one turns out. But, I thought uh, you were going to say something like Michael Caine or something. Well, yeah, indeed. That's, <laughs> people like that, yeah, I would have... You know, <clears throat> English guy, ex-MI5, yeah. ex no, they've gone working for the Denzel CIA. Washington. Very different uh, route for them to take. Mm. Wow. That, that. Who, who would you have chosen, then? As the Equaliser. Yeah, for the Equaliser film. Who would you, instead of uh, Denzel? Um... So if we're going for somebody, well, I mean, Michael Caine's a good chap, but I think he might just be too old. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a middle wicket? <laughs> yeah. No, I, don't, I, I can't think of anybody like immediately off the top of my head who I think would be good for it. No. Uh, Russell Crowe. No, <laughs> none of the Russell Crowe, Gerard Butler, no one like that. No. Um, I don't know, maybe Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Robert Carlyle. No, there's no. one should be in more films. Yes, there is. Yeah, def I definitely agree with that, but I wouldn't say for Equaliser, no. No? No. Possibly not. It needs how about Unless he Paddy was Considine. I think he'd do it well. 
Yeah, I'd probably go with Paddy Considine. I think he'd be good. I think you were good with you and McGregor. He he would be the age he is now would mm. would work. Yeah, that would that would be a definite workable. Yeah. I think Denzel Washington is too old for the part in the same way sort of Michael Caine would be. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, bear in mind. But then again, yeah. he was supposed to be a retired yeah, yeah, CIA he is a agent. Old so thing. yeah, because from watching it through, I think it was like season three. They had to kind of t- dial it down because I think the. the Iwa Wuwa had a heart attack at some point mm. and then they had to kind of dial his role back a bit because so they brought in other dive characters. across bonnets and stuff yeah. well yeah he couldn't do all the he didn't do a lot of diving across <laughs> bonnets but he did lots of getting uh, suited you know up I mean. in his bulletproof vests and stuff like that but uh, yeah but anyways yeah so I, in, in, in conclusion person of interest still I think still. is just going strength to strength it's an amazing I show I need to catch up and watch the, yeah. the newest stuff I think because it's it, they they threw in a real curveball a couple of episodes ago, uh, in terms of like the the, the character list, uh, and now it's it's weird because it was, I think when it started it was a very kind of male heavy show. Yes. Whereas it now it's completely the opposite. Because oh, you've got like reboot and you've, you've got root yeah. and uh, then the Thank other you. kind of psychotic. Woman, woman apparently yeah. that she's kind of helping them out. I can't remember her character's name, but uh, yeah, the, the yeah his old work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's become it, it's lent now towards very much stronger female characters than the male characters, mm. which is kind of an interesting. <laughs> Almost like they've group got equaliser and then thrown in a bit of burn notice. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah. What's on Netflix now? So I'll check it out. I still haven't watched Person of Interest. Yeah, Person of Interest is Dude, not on it, there, but it's, yeah, it's it's, it's an amazing show. Is it on there now? It's on there. Oh, yeah, okay. Nice Missed that. I haven't seen many good new shows in the new season. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's been dis- a lot of mediocre ones. I've been disappointed yeah. by a couple of things. Like Agents Shield. of Shield and yeah, I mean, I mean that came back with a bang this week, it, which yeah. is good, but it. Was almost per- it was almost a very good episode. There was something that just were a bit weak in it, but it it was better than the first half. I will note that um, is it Simmons the girl? Her yeah. accent's gone regional. Did you notice? I didn't notice. She's she's started losing the kind of received pronunciation British accent and gone back to a kind of a native Northern, Northern accent. accent. Ah. Good. Which it suits, to the fans, suits her a lot better. Right. No, it, that was a show that I really wanted to love. And I just kept hoping it would get better. Be brilliant. Mm. Yeah. It's had one really good episode. Mm. Um, is it, was it I Spy, the episode where they first had the iron yeah. plant? Yeah. That episode was really fucking good. I really enjoyed that, but nothing has really come close to what I want to the, see. Well, they're building on that a lot. Have you seen this week's? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You haven't? Okay. No. No. But yeah, it's, it's come back with a bang and yeah. it's a very Coulson-centric episode. And I shall watch it on Return yeah, to My Home. It's, it's, yeah, it's very good. I, I like where they're going with it yeah. now. I think they've kind of had a little bit of a break and they've taken a lot of criticism on board and I think tried to make some changes. Yeah. And I like it. It's good. Yeah. Um, still not enough of a satisfying reveal and conclusion to the mysteries for mm. me. There's still some work to be done there, but yeah, for sure. It's one that I'll stick with. Yeah. It's not like Sons of Anarchy where I just rage quit that show after that first episode. I've still season. not I watched just, any of this season. No, I, I got bored, to be fair. It's just, ah. Oh. 
Well, apparently the next season is it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, thank God for that. Apparently there's been some big twist in it this season. Season six is going to be the last one. Apparently so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've I've not seen any of it, so no clue. Um, Other shows that have kind of, well, not been... They've been all right, but again, not what I was expecting, like Almost Human. I gave up after two episodes. You've given up on that, have you? Okay. I watched the first two, and the fact the second episode was so markedly different from the first episode in terms of tone, just like, I don't have time to watch a show that's still trying to find out what show it is. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think it's, it's good. I'm enjoying it. But I think it certainly leagues above... Uh, Defiance, dare I say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. It's still going. I yeah, know, it got picked I up know. again. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's still going. The second and third show season. Yeah, it's still going. Um. <laughs> I'm going to tie you to a chair and fucking torture you with watching it. Fucking episode <laughs> upon episode. I did happen across a new show last week called Helix. Okay. Mm, I heard of it. It's set in, I think it's either in the Antarctic or the Arctic, it's one of the two poles, at this big uh, research station where they are clearly designing some sort of super virus that can transform people into, well, super soldiers, I'm guessing that's where it's going to go. Mm. Um, but it, the episode starts with this contagion breaking out. So it's all gone horribly wrong and the CDC have been called in because obviously one of the scientists who's been affected by this is the relative of a former CDC agent and obviously his former wife who slept with his brother and yeah so you know it's his very it's, sister it's very very cliched and how they get everything, everything together but yeah it's a CDC based show at the moment set in I think it's the North Pole interesting um, no it has the potential to be brilliant okay but it was terrible. Is, is, this oh, not, okay. is this not another <laughs> reboot of... No, it's a sci-fi original show. Um, no, it, it, from from what the bits I saw of it, it looked like a reboot of Alphas to me. No. It's not going no, down that route. No, to that. No, okay. it's, 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 it's body horror and okay. uh, genetics. And it's pants. <laughs> it has a potential to be brilliant. It has the Japanese actor from The Last Samurai in it. Uh, the guy who played his the, 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 the one lieutenant mm, yeah I know what you mean that guy <clears throat> he's in it and he's great but because I watch it on my computer I watch it on my laptop if I find myself during a show sort of you know, changing diff- to a different window maybe playing some candy crush just listening to the show rather than watching it it's just not holding my attention <laughs> at all and that's, that's the point where I just go you know what this probably isn't worth watching. <laughs> uh, another one, and, and it's showing a trend of the kind of things we've enjoyed this year then, is is the following. It's another awesome. one that I've absolutely loved. Uh, and there's a season two of that's just about to start as well. It's um, Kevin Bacon and... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Is is it Gerard Butler? No. Has that only just come out in the UK that, uh, recently? Uh, yeah, fairly oh. recently, yeah. It's yeah. it, it, it basically it's about a cult <laughs> leader and an FBI agent. Uh-huh. Um, who's trying to track him down and everything? It's it's a brilliant, brilliant series. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say watch that. It, it's kind of up there with the blacklist in in terms of tone. Okay. That's one that's got past me. I haven't gone across that yet. Yeah, the following. So yeah, I'd, I'd say watch yeah. that. It's definitely Kevin Bacon. I can't, I can't remember the English actor, is in it? Off the top of my head. Um, but oh, yeah, that's really good. So it, it seems that we're 
very much liking the kind of CIA, FBI type of conspiracy kind of type stuff. Weird crime dramas rather than mm. sci-fi's this yeah. year. Bring back NCIS. No. Well, <laughs> NCIS is still there and it's still awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, maybe that's because because a lot of the sci-fi has kind of fallen flat this year it with has. stuff like Fringe finishing, which finished on a high and that was great. Yeah. But then a lot of the other stuff that's come along to replace it has been kind of middle of the road. I still haven't seen Believe. I still haven't seen a release date for Believe, which is the other no. show that was... Well, and, and the other one, Intelligence. That started... Which is starting soon. That started last night. Did I think. it start? Either, okay. Either last night or Sunday night. Yeah, because I, I know I was expecting it to start soon. But that's um, Josh Holloway from Lost. Right, yeah. He's the main character in that. I saw that on my watch list. Um, I haven't watched it yet but I saw it and I was just like that rings a bell and yeah. that's why yeah. yeah and I think that's another J.J. Abrams produced one yeah. some of the returning shows haven't been too great either to be fair no no indeed yeah so, as we said about Sons of Anarchy and stuff yeah. We're, yeah. Arrow. 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 Sorry. Arrow 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 Arrow's, a yeah. <laughs> Arrow's been brilliant show. Yeah. yes it has <clears throat> Um, I, I was I was thinking The Walking Dead but I was thinking shows that, oh, have, returned that have been a bit pants yeah Oh, I've kind of liked this season of Walking Dead in comparison to the last one. I think the last episode jumped the shark. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> like, yeah, for me that was that was Fonzie on water skis jumping a shark. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the phrase. Yeah. That's where the phrase comes from. Yeah, comes from the happiest episode where Fonzie jumps a shark. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. <laughs> that episode was, was it for me. I think. Mm. I think I'll finish the season out. But it's a show that I've kind of just falling out with. Fair enough. Doesn't seem to be going anywhere. But Arrow, on the other hand, fuck yeah, fucking great. I'm loving that show. Um, now the mentalist seems to have calmed down. Yeah, after it's yeah, it's yeah. A change um, of pace. I'm enjoying where that's going, especially after that. Did you see Sunday's episode? Uh, no, I don't think I have yet. Okay. Now they've started bringing Van Pelt and Brigsby back. Cool. And they've now got a storyline developing with those guys and the old CBI. Awesome. So, yeah. That's it's good. looking... It was looking a bit shaky once they did the, that little mini yeah. finale. And then they came back like years later. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of found its feet again. Castle as well is another one that's found its feet again. Yeah, Castle's um, always... It, it, that's always maintained yeah. a level. Uh, Never get bored of Castle. No. But again, they're, they're all crime procedurals. Yeah, no, it's shocking. <laughs> to, it's true. Yeah. Trying to think of trying to think of a genre show at the moment that I'm actually enjoying. Supernatural still all right. Oh, Supernatural's brilliant. Last the last season of Supernatural was one of the best seasons of Supernatural in a long time, and this season is just just great as well. I, I'm loving where they're going with Castiel and everything this season so yeah that's a nice change of yeah. pace again and I, I really like it with all the, the 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 men of letters stuff yeah is very interesting yeah that, that's been great so that's one genre show that <laughs> one <laughs> Arrow one. Arrow is two Arrow yes nothing else has just held my interest for long enough almost human no Defiance no Sleepy Hollow, I started watching, but I just couldn't stick with it. Mm, and Dracula as well. Yeah. The new Dracula. I knew. Again, that's all right. I called up on that yesterday. Vampire Diaries uh, spin-off originals. The originals, yeah. Okay, I've not been watching that. Emma has, but not me. 
Do you remember a few episodes back we were also full of promise for the upcoming full schedule? Indeed. <laughs> yeah. What um, happened to it? <laughs> well, most of it's been Shit. dropped by the wayside and we're all watching crime dramas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But of course there is one big saviour of sci-fi this year and that was Doctor Who. Oh god, that was brilliant. <laughs> I don't understand why everyone was raging so much about the Christmas episode. Nor do I. I thought it was great. Yeah, I loved it. I think I went to, I went to Twitter to say something like, frankly, if you're a casual fan who only watches at Christmas and you're complaining that this didn't cater to the casual fan, I don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I thought it did. Well, yeah, it, it does, but that's, that's the thing. That's a very, it's a very fine line that they have to walk on, on the Doctor Who Christmas specials because, yeah, they, they know that they're going to get some amount of people watching it. But then again, look at shows like EastEnders where, you know, if you just drop in to watch the Christmas episode, you don't have a fucking clue what's going on. Like, who the fuck are these people? What are they doing? I don't get it. Who cares? It's EastEnders. Exactly. But that's, <laughs> but that, but that's the point. Is, yeah, it is. You know, they don't go out of their way to make sure that casual viewers enjoy the Christmas episode. They do a big plot point, but it's not like you come into the show and you immediately you drop know what's happening. No. no, indeed. Um, and I think that's kind of the level that they should be going with Doctor Who, is that they kind of should be going, well, you know what, we've got an established show here. Yeah. If you're a casual viewer... Um, Fuck you. Go and fucking watch <laughs> the rest of it. <laughs> exactly, and that was, that was why I was just so... I just, like... I just didn't get the anger. I was like, no, that was that was great. It wasn't perfect. No, no, it had its issues. It had, it had its issues, but it got me. There was a bit too much repetition of kind of themes of you know, the Doctor tricking Clara yeah. like three times. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, the Clara going back and he'd gotten older twice. Yes. Well, that, that yeah, but that happens. I mean, when the master um, ran out of his regenerations. He was old. He was shown as to, to have to oh, yeah. aged. Well, he, he was basically a skeleton. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I understand seeing him age, but they kind of did the same thing twice. If they'd oh, done yeah, it I once yes, it and then fine. spent longer developing the rest of it, that would have been great instead of doing the same thing over again. Oh, yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah. It was a bit pointless. So that's yeah. what I think, is that they, they, they repeated things a bit too much when they could have done other things, because uh, a lot of other things felt really rushed, like all the voiceover stuff just felt like it was rushed with a montage in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean with that. The only thing that really disappointed me was Capaldi's first line. <clears throat> okay. Because it was a very Matt Smith line. Hmm. And... I don't want to see okay. Peter Cavalli. Do you know how to fly this thing? Peter, no, not that. The, uh, the I have new kidneys. Kidneys don't like the colour. Yeah. That was just like, oh, no. That that shouldn't be this this wizened Capaldi character, Doctor. But yeah, I think we'll see yeah, where he goes. Yeah, we've got. He, he will, I imagine he will calm down a bit. It's there's got to be that first bit of frenetic. Yeah, because those boggly eyes were like they gave Tom Baker a run for the money in terms of boggliness. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Capaldi, um, Coleman, Bogolov. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But no, I, I thought it was what it needed to be. It was an emotional send-off, which I felt was better than David Tennant's. Maybe the I Don't Want to Go, that wasn't quite 
replicated, but David Tennant stretched out his regeneration oh, yeah. for fucking ages. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't want to go. <laughs> but, uh, there was yeah. like a good 20 minutes of wandering around. Well, and, saying goodbye to people. Yeah, and, and that must have taken, in terms of his lifespan, at least a day yeah. <laughs> of regeneration <laughs> time. So, yeah, and then, of course, Canon must be about to change. What do you mean? Because we now know that David Tennant was a... 11 and 12. Yes, indeed. And Matt Smith was 13. Yes. Yeah. And this is now a fresh set of regenerations or whatever. Or we don't know. Or just remove the limit or whatever the, the cosmic fart was that came through the, I the crack in Amy's wall. If I was Moffat, if, if, I was Moffitt, crack if I was Moffat and I was writing the next series, I would have that being a gift of one. Okay. Literally just one more regeneration so that he can get Gallifrey back. Because mm-hmm. what I originally thought would, would happen is that they wouldn't have Tennant as Doctors 11 and 12. They would just have him as... A, as no, yeah, just, just the one... Yeah. Incarnation. So I'm getting confused now. He's eleven, isn't he? Because Eccleston was ten at the end. Yes. Because Hurt was nine. Yeah. Yes. So ten would just have the one regeneration, and not two. Capaldi would be the final regeneration from this round of regenerations, and his tenure of the Doctor would be his story arc would be finding Gallifrey and bringing it back, so that they they then can have the Time Lords replenish his regenerations so they can build the series on. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him now being the 14th Doctor or the first of the version 2 regeneration cycles it would make more sense to me from a writer's point of view to have him, that's a one-off and he has to use this life to find Gallifrey and okay. find the Time Lords. Yeah, I see. Interesting. That'd be where I'd take it if I was... Yeah, fair like, enough. In charge of a show like Doctor Who. Yeah, I, I think it's it's safe to say that they, you know, in in the, in the latter half of the year, they've definitely done justice to the Doctor Who fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah I think brilliant. very much so. Very happy with how it's all played yeah. out. I love the fiftieth anniversary episode. I thought yeah. that was fantastic. Um, so I think that for me is probably my TV highlight of the year. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I go with that as well, to be honest. No, I can't think of anything better, no. (laughs) (laughs) Say something, do it. Cool. We're looking at flashy lights. Yeah. Yeah. Flashy lights. Flashy lights. (laughs) Tell you a TV low point for me. Sherlock. Ah, mm. yes, of course, yes, you're not, you're not a fan of this current Sherlock, are you? I'm still a fan, I'm just not... No, I mean, the, this current season, yeah. the, the three episodes that have just aired. Mm. not been blown away by them. I, 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 oddly enough, thought that The Wedding, the second episode, was the best of the bunch. I enjoyed the second one, I thought it was it was nicely, nicely made, I liked the editing in it. Yeah, uh, and I liked the fact as well, like, the, the Bloody Guardsman, that... Mm. that I, I worked it out. And that was what I liked about Sherlock with the, with the puzzles and stuff. Is 
do you want to see? Are you as clever as him? Yes. Do, do you get it? And I just felt that that was missing from most of the series. Mm. The finale, people are raving about it, thinking it was great. And I was thinking, did you watch the same finale? It was unexpected twist after unexpected twist. There was no narrative flow to it. There's nothing you could follow that would go, oh, so that's what, ah, oh, that makes mm. sense. There was no, it was just like twist, twist. Twist. With no explanation. Yeah, and then yeah. they and then they had the big reveal post credits and the little tease with your man coming back. Uh, oh, I don't care. Moriarty. Spoilers, Moriarty. Um, <laughs> you know, and that was kind of cool. Maybe everyone's just forgotten about everything else. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, some of the dialogue has been great, but I felt like a lot of the writing has been let down by the fact that it just didn't seem to to fit together and the finale for me I think I made the comparison on my status on Facebook was that it felt like when you go and buy a computer game because the adverts say it's like the best in interactive inter entertainment and you play it but actually it turns out it's just a series of quick time events and all you have to do is just press yeah. A yeah. to load the next one and you, you don't really interact at all it felt like that but in terms of narrative it was just like leading you down one Moffat believing his own hype path of narrative after the other and uh, yeah I think it suffered from the writers becoming aware of how popular the show had become hmm. but yeah if one, if I was to do a top 5 episodes of Sherlock none of that series would make the cut Fair enough. I, mean, I, I, I really liked episode 1 I, I liked the humour in it I thought it was brilliant the way it opened it with you know the the whole this is how it was done and then Darren Brown turned up and I was just like what? Darren Brown saved my laptop. <laughs> Darren Brown saved my laptop. Were you about to throw I it out the window? <laughs> I was I was reaching I was reaching for it to rage tweet. Um, when he crashes in through the window and makes out with Molly. With Molly, yeah. I was just like. No. <laughs> <laughs> what have they? What have they just done to the character? What the fuck? <laughs> I was reaching yeah. for the laptop, and then I saw Darren Brown and like, something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> my laptop. Not really. <laughs> We're fucking with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I still don't think we've seen. I still don't Harry think we've seen because everybody was like, "Oh, well, now we know," and it was just it's just dull now. It's like I don't think that you do it. know. There was, there was no way that was it. <clears throat> And the, I could buy the airbag, possibly. What I couldn't buy was the sheer number of people yeah. involved in the lie. Yeah. Because there's an episode, an episode what in the first season, um, when Mycroft is quizzed by by Watson saying, "So you don't trust your own people?" It's mm. like hell no. They spy people for a living. Yeah. There's no way he would have had that many people ready um, to go. Ready to go. Uh, yeah, indeed. You know. And, and, unless over the course of series three, a lot of bodies started turning <laughs> up, that's yeah. the only way that would have been the real solution. Well, it, 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 I it still think he, even he said just it wasn't. got lucky. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, he I said think, he said it wasn't. That he, he well, he seriously hinted that that wasn't really what happened, but that's what he was going to tell him, and that's what he's sticking to. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. In, in the episode, that's a, that's made. Yeah, but we're we're obviously from viewers going no that, that's not it yeah. whatever whatever his narrative with with uh, I forgot that guy's name yeah the, the, the I, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever his conversation with him was whether it was a, a knowing 
uh, wink at the end is like, is it? Is it not? You'll never know. As a viewer, we know that's not it. I mean, yeah. we can work it out by going, he would never trust that many people. That's mm. just too un-Sherlock-like. And there would not be enough people to pull off that farce that Mycroft would trust either. Yeah. So it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I think, because the, the thing that gets me is Moffat said, if you go back and watch The Riker Back Falls, he said, uh, at the time, he said, the clue was in there. And I think Molly has something to do with it. But I also yes. think the clue is right at the start of the episode, when they're at the flat, there's the body hanging from the rafters mm. and Sherlock's going over cold cases. And I think when he's on the roof at that, at that moment, he just does the maths and he works out why that body could have survived or, or why, why it wouldn't have, or what, whether it was killed before it was fell or, or what. And I think he just went dumb luck mm. and just thought, Molly's there waiting if something goes wrong. Do I, do I have it in me? Can mm. I do it? What other chances? And he just took the chance. I think that's simply simply it. We know that he survived the Rackenback Falls. Cannon says he does. Um, but I think he just got lucky. Yeah. I think it's certainly more plausible. Yeah. Don't know about that. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> I think it's a bit more tricky and he hasn't it, they, there's no reveal no thing of actually what it did happen and that's how it's meant to be yeah but it's not Ocean's Eleven there's, there's no there's no big sudden reveal of how everything happens at the end it's, this is no probably won't be but yeah the thing is I don't think you're never going to know as never, viewers need yeah, to know exactly it just was yeah I think we don't need to know because it will be picked over and, and he's going to keep go, fucking with you and yes and just, it'll be just something talk, just, just talk yeah. about how we think <clears throat> Yeah, it was done. It is, is is enough for me. Yeah, um, but yeah, my 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 big um, thing with that one was um, I think that Mary was completely miscast, and I fucking hate her. No, I thought she was fine. I think she's completely fucking wrong for the part, and I don't see that actress does not fit the part of Mary for me. I thought she was fine. Just doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. She she could be a fucking extra in EastEnders. The way I the way I see it. Whereas if if you read any of Sherlock Shop, Mary wasn't. She was she was upper middle class. She was fucking genius, and she comes across as a fucking thick commoner. Just doesn't fit right. She there's just I something think there's about, got to be she a certain, just doesn't fucking I, fit. I think there may well have just been a certain amount of nepotism involved in the casting. Yeah, <laughs> quite right. Just because quite. it's Martin Freeman's wife. Yeah. <laughs> I think possibly. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the casting let the show down. I don't think. No, no. I'm not I, saying I, necessarily it let the show down. I just don't think that enough. she's right. You just didn't buy into yeah. chill. I just didn't buy chill. It. I don't. Oh, this, this is my fucking rage quit. Turn rage. <laughs> <laughs> my turn to have a fucking rage quit. All right. <laughs> Fuck up. The floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, 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 was, that was it. Just I don't think she, and she's, she's right. You need to maintain the rage. <laughs> Cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she came in with a lot of stick for being cast, um, but I didn't see anything wrong personally. Uh, yeah. What else? What else from the last year? I'm not sure when it was done, but I I watched. Lilyhammer, which I liked very much, and I can't remember 
when the series were let out, whether it's before last year or not. So don't watch it. No clue. Very, very never heard of it. No. Very, very funny thing. This uh, uh, guy who's in the mafia. Uh, they his boss dies, and he's supposed to be the next in line, but it goes to his boss's brother instead. Um, who then goes out to have him assassinated. He survives the assassination and goes, well, fuck you, I'm going to testify against you. Have you fucking put away? And in return, he gets sent to wherever the fuck he wants. And he chooses Lilyhammer in Norway. And it's about how this mafia guy starts living in Norway and slowly taking over the town. I think I've heard of that, yeah. It's actually very funny. It, I, I enjoyed it very much, but... Whether it was uh, the second season was last year or not, I can't remember. But uh, it's certainly worth watching. Fair play. Another one on Netflix original. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite liking a lot of the stuff that they're throwing out there. Like, yeah, well, season two of House of Cards starts on 14th of February. Yeah. Looking forward to that. What was the... Uh, Hemlock Grove. That mm. was out this year. Yeah, that was out last year. Hemlock Grove, that was brilliant. Yes. Yeah, Arrested Development, Orange is the New Black, two other shows throughout Netflix as well. Um, Amazon had a swing and a miss. Oh, with its pilots. With thing. their pilots. Yeah. Uh, Zombieland, which was just. It terrible. was falling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that's 2013 wrapped, then, I suppose. I don't know. Um, have we got a, a favourite event of the year or anything that we went to? Uh, Neil Gaiman at the Forum and Bath. That oh, was yes, that yes, was, yes, yeah, good call. That was very good. Um, I didn't go to the Bath one, but uh, Simon and I went to the the Oxford one. To the play. No. I went to the Oxford one. No, as well. no, you went there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I was sat. I was sat right by you. You held my hand the whole time. I think with my hand. No, you thought it was my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I have an extra foot coming out my ear. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Neil Gaiman and Bath was great. Just that entire day was brilliant because you interviewed Emma even beforehand. Then you went to see Neil Gaiman. So, yeah, that day was awesome. Um, yeah. That's probably my big event. Mm. Oh, yeah. For, for me, it had to be the Doctor Who 50th that no, I went well, to. Yeah. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Going on the TARDIS and getting pictures taken on that and meeting Matt Smith and yeah, that was a, an amazing day. Mm. It's fantastic. Cool, really? No, nothing ma magically super duper this year, but um, hopefully there'll be several more this year. Well, we've got loads to look for. We've got Sci-Fi we Weekender coming up in a couple of months' yeah. time. I was going to say that's 2013 wrapped, so. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. What's, what's coming this year that we're looking forward to? Me! Well, you come all the time. <laughs> I'm supposed to. I'm part of the show. <laughs> uh, yes, so yes, Sci-Fi Weekender in, in March. Woohoo! Looking forward to that. That should be good fun Let's this go year. Disco. Um, what else have we got? Uh, TV-wise and film-wise, uh, there's news about the Constantine TV show. Yeah. Yes. In Greenlit, which I'm massively looking forward to. 
and all seems to be involving David Goyer, who seems yeah. to be getting involved in everything DC at oh, the moment. Batman Begins. And yeah, and he's involved in uh, the Sandman. Yeah. Yes. Film. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Which I'm now. Yeah. Well, we didn't quite very finish excited out about. Yeah. We got um, comic books, etc. Well, yes. Com- yeah. yeah like com- the, comics for me sorry, was the, the Sandman. New Sandman. New Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I was like, no. Indeed, there was I New Sandman. That one. Yeah. Which yeah, that made it was right at the end, tail end of the year, December, mm. and it arrived at the post. I was like, "New Sandman, way!" Uh, got it. Yeah, it was uh, it's I, brilliant. I got additional collections <clears> to <throat> really my, my original series, but I was going, "Oh, I, I wanted the new one." <laughs> <laughs> the series yeah. I'm looking forward to this year in terms of comics is uh, Firefly season two. Mm. That's coming out this year. Yeah. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that. Last year. Uh, I suppose the big graphic novel event that I really enjoyed last year was uh, Batman Night of the Owls from mm-hmm. E52 thought that was a great story and thought all the books that were brought together in that little anthology was great and then Age of Ultron's up there as well Prime mm-hmm. Minister stuff but yeah aside from that yeah but 2014 2014 2014 yeah. and there's the yeah because there's the um Marvel TV shows on Netflix. Yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Soon. All the Hell's Kitchen stuff. Yeah, so Daredevil, and Jessica mm. Jones. Yeah, Luke Cage. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Coming that up. should be pretty fucking cool. And Gotham as well. It was revealed today that Bruce Wayne will be in Gotham, and so will the Joker and the Penguin will be there as well. Mm. What about Harlequin? I should imagine so. It's it's looking like it's uh, essentially because uh, it was Gordon originally. It was a Commissioner Gordon series, mm. but now it's become Gotham. Gotham, it looks not like Gordon. A, yeah, I don't know why CW let it go because it's with Fox. They're doing it, so I don't know why CW didn't keep it in house. But yeah, it looks like a mishmash. Well, no, sort of. Oh, which is a story for Gotham City, you know. Mm. It's it's set in a city teetering on the edge of becoming the Gotham that we know, so it's all about what pushes it into the mm. edge. So, yeah, they're currently looking to cast a 12-year-old Bruce Wayne at the moment. Yeah, that would be so wrong if Harley Quinn wasn't it, then? I should imagine. Because she'd be about 12 then, is <laughs> Yeah, these characters are me as they are, I think. There'll be something different about them. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then did you hear the news about Michael Douglas being cast as Hank Pym? I did indeed, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So, there's going to be two Ant-Men, isn't there? Yeah. There's going to be Hank Pym, probably retired from being Ant-Man, heading off to... Um, Bruce Willis. Crap. <laughs> no, I, I know who you mean, who's yeah been cast as... Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Um, yeah, apparently it's Marvel doing a heist movie, isn't it? Cool. Okay. With Edgar Wright directing. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's got me really excited. Uh, Captain America with the Soldier, obviously. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. yes. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, oh, that was probably the one thing I didn't really like about Thor 2. Was yeah, the, the, the scene at the end. That yeah. a little bit hokey by comparison with the rest of the direction for that movie. Uh, but I think in the film in its own right, it will work. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to First Class, uh, first class 2. Yes, so yes. Days, days, days of Future, future past. past. Yeah, that's going to be... Looking forward to that. I think that'll be 
the first good X-Men film in, in a while. while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since X-Men X-Men two. No, since X-Men 2. Since X-Men 2. First Class was good. <clears throat> I enjoyed First Class, but it could have been better. It wasn't as good as X-Men 2. X-2 yeah. was just brilliant. Yeah. So, but Days of Future Past, I'm looking forward to. Mainly because it's more than a Lawrence, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but also Ellen Page. It's like, yeah, good, cool. And Anna Paquin. <laughs> oh my god! It's the triumvirate. They're all wearing spandex. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that. And uh, Mocking J Part 1, end of the year as well. Yeah, true. true and the end of The Hobbit. <clears throat> yeah, but that's mid year, isn't it? Was that December? I thought that was December again. Is it? I Is thought it not? that earlier. I'll have to check, but I, uh, yeah. I thought it was there. Uh, and then, of course, we've probably got some awesome stinkers coming out, like new Transformers and... New Transformers? They're rebooting it? No, no another, no, just another oh, one. Right. Well, it's, it, they are kind of rebooting it because it's now it's now Mark Wahlberg, I think, in one of the lead roles. Yeah, because yeah, Sheila Buff's not in it anymore. And yeah, because Sheila Buff's just gone off his head. Yes, mm. yeah, it's gone yeah. a bit mental. And, yeah, it's been plagiarising other people's work. And, and plagiarising the apologies as well. Did you see that? Yeah, I did, yeah. I didn't know whether he was just trolling the internet. So probably. <laughs> probably. He got caught for plagiarising, and so it is an apology. You plagiarised his apology. <laughs> I don't know whether to applaud him or not. But, yeah, but well, he, he said he's, he's quitting. He's, he's out of the game now. That's it. He's fucking had enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think that was just a bit of a fucking strop and fucking rage I quit. I haven't really seen him in anything good since... Uh... Ever. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. The film with Tom Hardy, where they play bootleggers. Oh, okay. Lawless. That's the one, yeah. He was okay in that. <laughs> that film's... I watched that one this year, and that surprised me. Mm. There's a particularly brutal part halfway through the film that I just wasn't expecting. Uh, but yeah, it's worth a watch. If you can stomach it. And then there's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, <laughs> uh, See, all films to get excited uh, about. Uh, <laughs> 2014. The only redeemable like. thing that they could possibly do in, in, in that is have an absolutely pristine April. It's Megan Fox. It's Megan Fox. Uh, no. No. Okay. Do you not remember me being just so phenomenally angry early this year yeah. about this? No. I do. <laughs> She's too old and too dark-haired. And yeah, and yeah it's just William wrong. Fitchner as Shredder. It should be Christina Hendricks or Felicia Day as April O'Neil. I would go with Felicia Day. E- either would work. <laughs> either either would work. Christina Hendricks probably wouldn't work, to be honest. That's just thinking a redhead off the top of my head. But yeah, Felicia Day would be cool. Get uh, Karen Gillan. No. Yeah, but she shaved her not... head, didn't she? She shaved her well, head. Well, grown back by now, that was like six months ago. No, because she was wearing the wig for she the Christmas staple episode. Staple a wig on. She was wearing the wig in the Christmas episode. Yeah, well, so was Sam so Smith, Smith yeah. but that was filmed six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. There we go. Don't know why I still think it's at Christmas. Oh, oh, Christmas films. I know we uh, <laughs> we talked about them on the well on the episode that will in years to come be known as the Lost Tapes. Uh, yes, <laughs> that never made it to where. 
but that doesn't mean we talked about Lost the entire episode yeah. uh, again. <laughs> but I, I, because we were doing our thing about Christmas episode, Christmas, Christmas films, films, and like we had the obvious Die Hard, Gremlins, Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon. Those. I found another one, Iron Man Three, that should be. Oh I've, yeah, definitely Iron Man Three is Christmas film. Another one that should definitely be on the list, which really surprised me, was Catch Me If You Can. All right, okay. Because every major plot point happens at Christmas Eve in that uh, okay. film. That, and the correspondence between Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks is characters that happen then. And I was, I was watching that, I was like, this this goes into my Christmas films list because it's, because it's brilliant and because it has key elements at Christmas. But yeah, that's just an aside uh, to the lost tapes. But yeah, the hidden episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cool. Where were we? Can't even remember now. 2014. Stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Anything gizmo gadgety awesomeness coming through? Well, there was all the, the steam specs box for stuff. the various Steam yeah. boxes. Yeah. Yeah, 900 quid. Yeah. Fuck that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm yet to be sold on that yeah. now. I mean, <laughs> when I, when I was so happy about Steam box originally, I'm now like, mm, yeah, maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still want to find a, a hydrogen reactor portable hydrogen reactor yes yeah I remember you saying about that yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah they, they are affordable and available in some camping stores I think my gadget will be the PS4 I think I'll wait until there's some more good titles and then go and buy that uh yeah, but is there anything browse. new coming up? Is 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 what well, PS4 is fishing out. No, but it's already been released. Is what I mean. Is there anything coming up that's going to be released during next year that we know of? Well, that I'm looking forward to. Mm. Well, that I can think of, to be honest. Uh, well, apparently, the gadgets, there's, but, yeah. The, well, there's all the 4K TVs, but apparently, mm. uh, there's also following up 8K directly afterwards and apparently a lot of the manufacturers are going to go straight to 8k rather than even bothering with 4k so <laughs> those weird bendy ones that oh, that's oled yeah, oh, yeah they're fucking weird mm. if you've been anywhere to see, see them in, on a demo or anything right. yeah i think that's my, my thing i'm looking forward to is seeing where we go with wearable tech this year because that seems to be the new the mm. new thing is wearable tech, yeah, and linking it all in with smartphones. I see a lot of people with like wearable tech now that all links in with their things, smartphones. Yeah. Well, not even just watches; uh, they have like and, yeah monitors yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like David's got his kind of wristband thing that says how far he's walked and stuff. Oh, and, okay, yeah, yeah, and then it links in with you know, calorie phone. control and things on your phone. So there's loads of stuff now that's linking in with your phone. Sleep ones as well. And then they're yeah. bringing all sorts of mental applications and, and things out for phone, like the uh, iPhone taser case. You heard about that? No. 60,000 volt taser. Uses the battery off the phone. an iPhone case. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Fuck yeah. of stunning a fuck man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> screw, screw the fucking iPhone. Make it for other Android things as well. Don't fucking stick to iPhone. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. You can, you can buy yeah, an is. iPhone taser case now. Oh man! <laughs> legally in the UK? I'm not sure it's legal yeah. in the UK. You I was definitely quite legally in the states. Yeah, now, but I you think. can't buy them legally mm. in the UK. The same oh. with tasers. <laughs> I could just. Oh, why do I? Why do I picture myself getting one? And then. Do you know that's doing, doing the Garth Elgar. 
Well, just just imagine like kids accidentally tasering themselves. (laughs) 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 And filming themselves doing it. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where, because it was a consumer electronics show Mm, last week, and that's where a a lot of this stuff I saw. So it's uh, yeah I think it's the year of wearable tech so I'm looking forward to that cool seeing what mm. well this time, next, we this time next year we'll have our 2014 review and see how much we got right see how many people we tasered with iPhones <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome at bus stops <laughs> see whether we managed to taser ourselves with <laughs> iPhones <laughs> <laughs> no bus stops are definitely ones for tasers the little palm held mm. ones just walk along <laughs> Don't have that at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> or your cat. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's probably about it. That'll about wrap us yeah. up for this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting review and look forward. Yeah. See what we've got coming out this year. Oh, actually, one thing that we have got, and because I finished it today, is the the Facebook app. I finished, I, I finished our, our Nerd vs. World Facebook app player today. So it's available? That will be available. So you can go, go to the Nerd vs. World on Facebook and then there's the tab at the top which says uh, Nerd vs. World Podcasts. If you click on that, then you have a nice new shiny Facebook app. Is it available on phones? No. I'll have to check it. It should work on browsers on phones, but it won't work as part of the Facebook app on like Android. Because it doesn't do uh, tab apps on phones okay. through the the kind of actual Facebook app, yeah, but you book, should book be able to open it on a on a on a browser on a phone because it's all what's the word responsive design. So it cool. should it should play fine on a phone. So yes, wicked new shiny app. Yay! Okay. <laughs> And you can access all the podcasts through that app. You can indeed. It's got a little jump menu at the top, so you can just go back and choose an episode. And then it's got all kind of uh, integrated comments and stuff now, so that you can actually comment while you're listening to the show, and then it'll appear and refresh, and so you can actually technically have conversations on that about the show while you're watching it. With us. Indeed. (laughs) Brilliant. Which is kind of cool. It is. Uh, and then another possible thing, well, another thing that is coming up soon, which I've nearly finished on, is my uh, new browser-based MMORPG that I've been working on, mm. which is called Unwired, uh, which is a kind of cyberpunk, cyberdeck combat game. Cool. Which uh, we'll be going into beta testing in the next month or so. Awesome. I already have quite a few people lined up to test it, and then, yeah, hopefully that'll get released and people can play that. Brilliant. I think in terms of the show, we've got stuff we want to do with the show this year, don't we? So we maybe a couple of, of videos. A couple of videos. Be good. Maybe some live casts. Mm. So, yeah, yeah live cast would be good. So yeah, there's some there's there's plans ahead at Nerd vs World HQ to mm. bring the interaction. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we should um, have a a team building go eight day. What like a hack day? Yeah. Cool. What? Yep, we definitely should. <laughs> and then film it. Or we'll possibly just go and just have some fun and not film it. 
Well, I'm just about to buy myself a, a uh, micro camcorder. Actually, we've got a gadget of the year, makey makeys. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the leap motion was disappointing in the end. Just didn't do what I wanted it to do. I didn't pay for it. They get, a, they get a free one in the end for <laughs> complaining, I guess, <laughs> is the best way to put it. Uh, so they get a free one. But Not as good as it was uh, hyped up to be, though. I think it'll be a while, yeah, before it reaches that. It's just, yeah, not as sensitive or as intuitive as have you, seen the, you made led to believe. Have you seen the band? No. It works on your... Um, muscle no it's like a, a strap that fits around your your forearm and it works on the gest your actual gestures of your hands almost like um monotary port style mm. but it, it the sensors pick up on your um i can't remember whether it's your muscle movements or your nerve um frequencies i'm not mm. entirely sure but it was something i i caught a glimpse of on one of Stuff or one of the uh, yeah, one of these like magazines, gadget show, gadget show or something yeah, yeah. like that. <clears throat> oh, wow, that that's kind of cool. Uh, if they could incorporate that, so you've got one like on each leg, and you could so go full on cool game shit with that. Yeah. Awesome. So yes, keep an eye out. We have new stuff coming up. Yeah. And that wraps us up for episode one of twenty fourteen. Indeed. Wow. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been 80. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other. <laughs>